This time it's real. Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the, what is it? Is, I'm, I'm so bad at math. Is this the second Tuesday or the third Tuesday, guys? Third. Help. third Tuesday? Third Tuesday of the month, which means it's time for vinegar, spice, and everything nice with Thomas Allen from California Balsamic Vinegar and Nick DeVoren, or I think I said that wrong. He pronounces it differently. He'll let you know of local spicery. And they're going to make fabulous recipes with their products. Today, we're going to be watching Thomas make chipotle mango quinoa salad, a cilantro quinoa salad, and a vegan portobello carnitos tacos. And Nick is going to be making three amazing vegan salad dressings with his signature spices. If you want to see them in person and buy their products without any shipping, please come to our live conference on September 17th in Sacramento, and you can hear fabulous speakers like Dr. Doug Lyle, Dr. Alan Goldhammer, Dr. Rosanna Alviera, and the almost 100-year-old Dr. Don Scharfenberg. Please welcome Thomas and Nick to the show. Hi, guys. I missed seeing you last month. We went through withdrawals, Chef. You know, it was just horrible not having our monthly broadcast here, but uh, all of a sudden, we're back to normal here. And even though this is uh, our new setting for us again, uh, moving to Santa Rosa, we're only two miles from True North. So anytime you're there, let me know and I'll pop right over and say hi to everybody. Well, I think I might be there next month. But uh, Thomas, Dr. Goldhammer said something, and I think he might have talked out of turn. He said you have some flavored non, as he calls it, soda pop vinegars. Is that true? <laughs> So the uh, the flavors that aren't near as sweet, of course, uh, the organic balsamic, 10 calories. That's what Dr. Goldhammer wants. He wants a 10-calorie balsamic vinegar, which we have, and it's organic. And we can, we've made just a little bit of samples for Chef Bravo and for uh, Dr. Goldhammer of our organic ginger, organic teriyaki, the organic um, uh, curry balsamic. And we made those and we sent them samples just to get their opinion. To and they see what never they think. got back to you? Well, they're working out there. They're just trying them out and testing them. I hope that they're going to test them with some of the people who are staying at True North to get their opinion uh, and see if uh, they might want to, um, you know, use some of uh, of the organic balsamic at True North. And if they do, fine. We'll, we could even call it the True North uh, you know, organic balsamic line, you know, if he wants to do that. So this is something that we're working on and it would be easy to do, but they're just not near as sweet because Dr. Goldhammer, he wants 10 calories a tablespoon and that's tough to find for a quality balsamic. That's And for sure. if you want it to taste good for sure. Yep. But that's why putting in the ginger and um, garlic or teriyaki, um, you know, and curry, that's what's going to give uh, it some flavor and uh, and make uh, salads and vegetables exciting. Nice. Well, I can't wait to try them. Yep. So as you know, um, Ethel and I are living in Santa Rosa and I never had children because I lived in Japan for so many years and, and came back and did the business and struggled so much at the beginning and, you know, having children just, didn't happen, which was sad. And Ethel came along and she said, oh, you want children? <laughs> See ya. 
<laughs> so with that in mind, we said, all right, there'll be no kids in our, in our future until all of a sudden we have a little bundle of joy and her name is Brinley and come on down. Did she just show up this, on your doorstep one day? Thank you very much. This is our grandniece Brinley and she's going to be staying with us for the next several months. She starts school. When do you start school? Tomorrow, you know, and what did we learn yesterday? We learned how to tie your shoes out there. We are on a roll around here. So besides all the toys and, and little games and whatnot that every five-year-old has, I said, oh, I now have children. Lucky. Well, congratulations. <laughs> so that's what's going on now. So we're very excited, aren't we? Say yes. Yes, we are. See ya. <laughs> that's something. So that's uh, that's very exciting. She's going to school just around the corner from us, and uh, that's going to be really easy to do. So, life is good. What a what a pleasant change of pace we have here. Anyway, what? Nick, I haven't what? talked to you in forever. I'm I'm sorry to say, been too long. You're looking good, my friend. Thank you, thank you. But you know, hey, what happens as always? The camera gains, uh, puts on ten pounds on here. I often have people who see me somewhere. And they'll say, oh, you've lost weight. And I said, that's television. You're always going to look a little bit bigger here. And oh, dear me. I, I always say, well, thank you. But I haven't changed my weight in 25 or 30 years. Uh, it's always consistent. And, and I want to keep it that way. Thank you very well, much. You're, you're, you're looking tall, Thomas. You're looking very tall. <laughs> must, be, uh, must be my platform <laughs> slippers. <laughs> And of course, slippers uh, takes on a whole new meaning uh, when you're um, uh, living in Hawaii. Flip-flops, as everybody knows them, actually call them slippers out there. And so I wear slippers in the house at all times. But these are the uh, the really tall, squishy flip-flops. And uh, and I've always enjoyed wearing them just because they're, they're comfortable. And oh, uh, friends of ours who... Um, we're, of course, out in Maui. Everybody is, you know, uh, talking about the fires on Maui and uh, and everybody's just horrified. And friends of mine said, oh, if you can donate to, you know, the MauiFoodBank.org, uh, we did that. And it's just, uh, you know, horrifying to see the places that I used to go to all the time on Front Street uh, in Lahaina and the banyan tree, you know, it's just all toasted. And uh, it's just like being in this area in Santa Rosa four years ago, thousands of homes gone. And, uh, you know, and everybody is just sick about that. And especially in a tourist area like Lahaina that millions of people have visited. My great, great, great grandfather was a whaler in Lahaina back in the early 1800s, which just blows me away that I have relatives who used to be there hundreds of years ago. So that's a, a real kick in the pants to know that they went from um, Massachusetts, sailed all the way down and around and out to Hawaii to get the uh, the whales and, and, you know, and take the oil back and all the way back again. That is just something that I can't even imagine doing uh, on those small ships way back when. But uh, Lahaina must have been a totally different animal uh, all that time ago. So anyway, um, we're here. We're rocking and rolling. We're back in action. Uh, we've got a really uh, fun lineup of, of salads. The Now, as everybody knows, 
<sighs> Cilantro is a love or hate item there. In your DNA, you have or don't have a gene in your DNA that makes you like cilantro. Nick, what about you? Are you, you got that DNA in your, the gene? I passionately love cilantro and oh. any fresh herbs. Good for you. Chef, what about you? I, I don't, I mean, I wouldn't say I, I like it a lot. I don't like seek it, but I really, my favorite herb would probably be mint, but yes, sure. I do like cilantro, but I've learned to not really put it in recipes because, you know, when we have our gatherings, Dr. Doug Lyle hates it. So it's, I feel it's easier to sometimes put on the side. AJ, yeah, have, you you ever, have you ever tried savory? You know, I haven't. I've heard of that spice though. Savory is probably my favorite herb and it's, it's great fresh if you can get it, but it's also great dried. It's not, not used often, but it's, it's just got such a wonderful, clean flavor. Uh, I'd have to say that's my favorite herb. Wow. Oh, how interesting. Well, uh, Ethel and I, thank goodness, we're both in the camp that we wouldn't put cilantro on anything if you paid us. Uh, we find it um, a challenge to you. So the cilantro is in here. And I find if cilantro is cooked, I don't mind it as much. But when it's fresh and you get the little uh, bits you know, in a salad, oh, I just find the salad is ruined. Now, savory, you know, with we have some quinoa and some farro in here with all the goodies, I don't mind it as much as if it were in an actual green salad. And when it is in there, oh, we start picking it out uh, if we can, you know, and... That's just the way it is for the two of us. And I'm glad we're on the same page because it would be horrible. You'd always have to put something on the side uh, of that for when, when somebody wants it or don't want it. The cute story about cilantro that we had about our balsamic line, when we first started making it, we took the long cilantro stems and chopped those bad boys right off, get rid of those things. And we just put the green uh, herbs in there and that's it. And we took it to our local farmer's market, you know, to test market the, the, the product. And people said, I don't taste any cilantro in here. And one person who loved it said, did you chop off the long stems of that? And we said, yes, don't do that. The long stems are where the vast majority of the flavor is. So the next batch we made, we just uh, uh, put in the Cuisinart the entire uh, herb and uh, and made it that way. And the flavor, of course, was dramatically better for those people who love cilantro. And so it, that's just a fun story to know for people. Don't chop off the stems. So, all right. So here we go. Our first recipe we're going to do uh, is from uh, Brenda Patchell. Thank you, Brenda, for the recipe. And this is the chipotle mango quinoa salad. Now she made a very nice dressing that uh, that we made up just an hour ago and thought that this was a really, really good dressing. She starts off with a half a cup of the cilantro balsamic, one half a cup of diced mangoes, uh, two tablespoons of lime juice, two tablespoons of water, a half a teaspoon of chipotle chili powder, a quarter teaspoon of dried cilantro, and a teaspoon of garlic powder. Put all that into the Cuisinart and blend it until it's, so it's completely pureed. Now, the actual salad, super simple. Three cups of cooked quinoa, three to four green onions sliced, a red pepper diced, 
a large jalapeno seeded and finely diced, a can of uh, black beans, a 15 ounce can of black beans drained and rinsed, half a cup of frozen corn that's thawed out, a half a cup of diced mango, two tablespoons of finely chopped cilantro, and papitas for garnish. Chef, remind me, what's a papita? Papita is a pumpkin seed. Oh, that's right. I knew, I remember hearing that a while back. <laughs> okay, I actually found those in, a, in one of the bags of, um, uh, of salad bags that had several items in it. And one of them, it said, you know, papitas. And I said, what is this? So I tried them and liked them very much. And, and basically, then you just put all the ingredients together. And thank you very much. This is, oh, that's a heavy bowl. That's the bowl uh, of all the goodies. And you, they placed all the uh, the dressing ingredients into the blender and blended till smooth in a medium bowl, add all the salad ingredients and stir to combine, and then added your amount of the dressing to the salad and give it a stir. And you can sprinkle with the papitas on top as a garnish. So this is a super simple, really uh, filling uh, salad here that works really well with the cilantro balsamic. I tried it and I have to say, that's not bad. For somebody who doesn't like cilantro at all, that's actually good. So all is well. So that's recipe number one, super simple. Now the next one is the, um, uh, the, the little um, uh, vegan portobello carnitas tacos. And we've got all the fixings right here so we can kind of just put it all together. This is from the world famous Lori Gibson. And I wanted to shout, give Lori a shout out. This is a new book that I got on Amazon uh, from Lori Angelica Gibson, Oh So Young, inspiring others to explore the many flavors of plant-based nutrition with everyday favorites and weekend fun food by Lori Gibson. I there never saw that, very cool. Yes. It's brand new. So it just came out here in the last, I'm going to say a month or so. So it's very exciting that she's got that out. Good for you, Lori. Already. And when we, it's fun. When we go to our festivals and farmers markets, we give out little sheets here that have several recipes on it that we give to customers. Uh, there's a vegan broccoli salad, a nice cream uh, a garlic balsa, a garlic basil and parsley pesto, a garlic Gilroy garlic tofu. This is a dish that we made months ago with our Gilroy garlic, and a pear overnight oats. So recipes that we've made, and we give these to people so that they can have um, some good recipes. And Lori's is right here. So we've been giving Lori's recipe away for quite a while. So thank you again. Now we use corn tortillas. Um, and the uh, portobello mushroom caps that are sliced. We use two portobellas, which has plenty here. Um, a teaspoon of the, you can use either the smoked hickory, the Gilroy garlic are two that are on here. And you'll find this recipe as well on our website and or the cilantro balsamic, uh, a teaspoon of garlic powder, the juice of a lime, and then optional toppings. Diced mango, red onion, cilantro, avocado, diced tomato, diced bell pepper, fresh or pickled jalapenos, 
cashew sour cream or shredded cashew mozzarella. And those are all things that you can mix uh, together to put right on top. And she says, all the ingredients to a large, large skillet and toss to combine, cooking over medium high heat until the mushrooms are soft and reduced in size by about half. While the mushrooms are cooking, toast the tortillas over a medium heat in a flat pan or skillet until they begin to brown and flip and repeat on the other side. Assemble the carnitas by layering the ingredients in any order you choose. Spread a thin layer of sour cream, uh, uh, the tortilla, followed by the mushrooms and then the toppings. And that is basically exactly what I have on here. I spread the, the, uh, the vegan sour cream over there. And it also had the peppers and the jalapenos. And then it's going to get a little bit of the mango on here. I just love putting fresh mango uh, into uh, little veggie tacos. Uh, this is some red pepper and uh, a little bit of uh, tomato. You say tomato, I say tomato. I think somebody should write a song about that. <laughs> and finally, a little bit more of the uh, jalapenos, if you wanted to give that a little thrill out here. And there they are. This is a wonderful, easy summer dish here. And you can top it with, the, with cilantro, which I am definitely not going to do. And, and there it is. So thank you, Lori. That's a beautiful, wonderful, easy to do put together dish that um, uses my favorite portobello mushrooms, which Ethel and I make all the time. We always load up the portobello's caps and put it in the caramelized uh, onions and peppers, zucchini and squash and more mushrooms. That's just a dish that we'll make uh, at least twice a month. And in batch cooking, we have to make at least four to six every time we do that. So we have plenty of leftovers. So that's what makes us happy. All good. Nick, you're in charge, young man. Well, thank you. Those all look, look delicious. Um, what I'm going to do today is go through uh, uh, salad dressings. And the reason why is about three weeks ago, I, uh, I got a call here at our mill. And uh, it was a woman who was uh, placing her first order. And she's been following, uh, you know, hearing a lot about us and following me on Chef AJ for, for some time. She was very familiar with what we were doing. But uh, uh, she was just... she. She had a lot of questions about our blends and the product and how, how to cook with them. And at the end of the conversation, she told me, you know what would have really helped me? And I said, what was that? And she said, uh, if you were to do a demonstration on how to make salad dressings, because it's really confusing her. And on the spot, I told her that that's what I would do for my next, uh, uh, next time up with Chef AJ. So that's the genesis and that's, that's the reason why we're doing this. Um, also, it's uh, it's a good thing to do uh, as we're uh, we're deep into summer and we're all looking for things that we can uh, we can quickly rapidly prepare that are not hot and are uh, are, are refreshing. Uh, so, with that, I'm going to dive into uh, into the, the prepared material of what we're going to do for uh, salad dressings. I'm going to do three different dressings, <clears throat> um, all of them using a different strategy, and the strategy revolves around. How do you thicken the salad dressing? You know, you, you have your acid, you know, and your acid could be some vinegar. It could be uh, you know, lemon juice, whatever. But to really make it, to me, a, a satisfying salad dressing, it's got to 
it's got to stick to the leaves. And uh, so it's got it's to be sticky and it's got to be a little bit heavier. And uh, without using oil, that uh, it, it causes some, some uh, you, well, you've got to build a strategy. Uh, the three that I'm going to do, and they're all based on different spice blends, but the, the overriding lesson is this, that spice blends are a great place to start when you're thinking about a salad dressing because the spice blend, the flavor is put together. It's just a question of what it is you pull with it to help, you know, make it stick to the, uh, uh, stick to the leaf and, uh, and, and fill out the flavor that you're looking for. The first one I'm going to do uses a blend you really haven't heard much of because uh, you know, uh, warning, this blend is not SOS free. Um, it's called Rincon and it is a, uh, uh, it, it is based on the cuisine of, uh, of Puerto Rico and it does have a little bit of salt in it. So, you know, what's a little bit? Well, the recipe that I'm going to prepare, which actually has a, a lot of that spice blend in it, um, uh, works out to about 100 milligrams per serving, which is considered low sodium. But if uh, if I use the calculation that I'm supposed to use by US FDA, if I put a uh, you know a, a nutrition label on here, it would be uh, it would come out at uh, um, 50 milligrams uh, per serving. So it is a relatively to very low sodium content blend. The uh, the profile of this blend, what's really unique about it, the main ingredient is uh, dried milled pineapple. And then we layer onto that pineapple some sun-dried tomato, uh, some chilies, uh, 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 you know, all, all of the kinds of things that you would see coming out of the, you know, I'm going to read these because actually they, they are extraordinary, extraordinary ingredients. Garlic, pineapple, tomato, coriander, sea salt, porcini mushroom, tamarind, basil, chilies, margarine. Now the tamarind is really important because the tamarind plus the, the porcini mushroom give it kind of a rich umami flavor. And uh, uh, although uh, what I ended up doing with this is, uh, is blend it using um, uh, pineapple and pineapple juice, it's not a really sweet dressing. So let's just, let's put this together. And I'm gonna tell you up front, um, what I'm gonna be doing is uh, I'm gonna just put the ingredients in here. I'm not gonna blend them, but I usually do blend them, you know, using this, it's a, it's a small, very cheap uh, Ninja food processor. Uh, it's more than adequate. You know, if I were working back at home, I might might use my Vitamix, but this this is plenty for what we're doing. Um, so what are we using to, uh, to to thicken this? Well, let's start out with the uh, the ingredients. We're going to use the acid is going to be in this case. I'm using a light uh, white vinegar. This is champagne vinegar. It's a quarter of a cup. Do a quarter cup of champagne vinegar. And then I'm going to put in a quarter of a cup of pineapple juice. And then the first things that we're going to put in to thicken, because actually spice blends are thickeners. You know, if you think about it, they're just dried, uh, uh, dried agricultural products. When you put them in water, they're going to expand, they're going to thicken. So the, uh, it's going to put in here two full teaspoons of the Rincon. But then I'm also gonna add another one of our products that many of you are familiar with. It's quite popular among the SOS free crowd. 
And that is our sun-dried tomato powder. I'm going to put an extra tablespoon because I wanted to beef up the tomato powder, but I also wanted to get some thickening from the tomato. Tomato is a great thickener. I'm going to put that in there. And then the primary strategy I'm using here in this is going to be fruit. Any kind of fruit can be added in here, and when it's pureed in the in the in the food processor, it uh, uh, you know it'll thicken it automatically. In this case, I'm using pineapple. Um, I'm uh, I'm not ashamed to uh, to be using uh, canned pineapple this time. Usually, I would have a, a fresh one. I didn't get a fresh one, but this is basically you know one round of pineapple. Uh, uh, it's about a half of an inch thick. We're just going to put it in. And uh, that is essentially the entirety of this. When we uh, run it through the blender, it comes out. Where is it? Here it is. It comes out looking like this. You know, it's quite pretty. It's quite uh, it's it's quite viscous. It'll still uh, it'll stick to the leaves. Um, just to just to show this one off, I'm going to toss it quickly with some uh, some red leaf lettuce. You know how I store my salad dressings, Nick? When I'm finished oh. with a bottle of California balsamic, I put it in the dishwasher so the label comes off, and then I use that as the bottle for my homemade dressings. There you go. Okay, so I'm just going to put a little bit on. We're going to go really simple with this. I'm just going to toss it like that, and then I'm going to put some... Uh, Put it on the plate and just put some uh, some red onion on it. You know, there's a, a great tradition in Europe of a very light, uh, very light salad made primarily of greens served at the end of the dish. And we'll put that out there. Let's get some some onion. So that's it. Number one. Number two, I'm going to use. Uh, a spice blend is very, very familiar to, to our, our SOS free crowd. And that is our Sole della Toscana. This is an Italian blend. Uh, it's not a, a herb driven Italian blend. It's really the main flavors uh, behind this are sun-dried tomato and garlic. Uh, and then we have some, some porcini mushroom, a little bit of chilies and, uh, uh, and some rosemary. Um, with the... Uh, With the Sole della Toscana, we're going to do a, uh, a creamy Italian dressing. And our strategy to thicken it this time, we're going to use carbohydrates. We're going to use beans. And this, that's a, a third of a cup of uh, cannellini beans. Cannellini beans are also sometimes called white kidney beans. Uh, it's not a lot, but, you know, that little bit of beans is going to be plenty to, uh, to thicken up this, uh, this dressing. Um, I'm also going to put some tahini in this. Um, tahini is sesame paste. And sesame paste also really is a great uh, thickener. Um, a lot of times for a salad dressing, the primary thickener I would use is going to would be just tahini and lemon juice. And I let it sit for a while and then shake it. And uh, it, it really... It doesn't blend together well, which is part of the charm behind it, but it, it does act a lot like uh, olive oil might in a salad dressing. I'm going to put in two tablespoons of the tahini. And that's my strategy for thickening. Let's, let's put some liquids in. 
Um, because this is an Italian blend, we're going to do uh, red wine vinegar. Um, in this case, uh, it's a, I'm using a pretty predictable red wine vinegar. You, I, I like to use varietals when I can get them. Um, uh, but I, I don't have them right now, so this is what we're using. Not, isn't that the way it is? You cook with what you got. Just going to put a tablespoon in. And, and a half a cup of warm water with the Soli della Toscana. And this is one of the great things about salad dressings that aren't made with oil, is if you need to thin them out, you just use water. Where I put my Soli della Toscana. I'm going to want to do two teaspoons again. And then I also, for me, Italian, Italian means lemons. So I'm just going to add, now let's roll this first. I'm just going to add the juice of one lemon, half a lemon, sorry. And I was going to actually squeeze it with my juice squeezer, but I don't think it's necessary. Now this, that is the basis of, uh, of, of this entire uh, uh, dressing. And when it's, when it's run through the, the uh, food processor, it has this lovely pink color, which it pulls from the Sole della Toscana. Uh, one thing I did notice uh, just before this started, I tasted this and I felt like it didn't really have kind of the, the you know, that tanginess that I wanted. So I'm going to use one of my favorite things to add to that. And, and I hope uh, Thomas is still listening because this is a uh, classic balsamic. It's an 18-year-old balsamic vinegar that I get from Thomas. Uh, and I think balsamic is totally appropriate uh, for a, an Italian dressing, wouldn't you think? Jeff, that's the, uh, the Trait Classique uh, balsamic that's 6% acidity. So that works really well. Okay, and so this one, what I'm going to do is a, take, take a little different uh, approach to it. Instead of putting this on greens, I'm just going to do a chickpea salad. So I'm, I, uh, I rinsed some, uh, some organic canned uh, sodium-free chickpeas in here. I'm going to dress them with the salad dressing. I'm going to toss them. Yeah, so this, let's do this. Uh, I'm going to put just a little bit of greens down, just a bed of greens. We'll put the chickpea salad right on top. And then for the chickpea salad, I think I'm going to put some uh, red onion again. As you might be able to tell, I love red onion. I love the look of it, and I love the flavor. And in this case, I happen to be doing uh, uh, some cabbage in the mandolin, so I was able to make the, the red onion very thin 
which is even prettier. And, you know, I think that's just good enough. I was going to actually, yeah, let's, let's throw some seeds on. This is just half and half uh, pumpkin seed and sunflower seed. Nice little topper. These are uh, organically grown and, uh, uh, and raw, un uh, unroasted, which is very nice. We have just one more to cover. And this one is my favorite. This one really is an, it's an extraordinary flavor. It uses a spice, spice blend with a flavor that uh, very few people are familiar with, but it is a uh, uh, traditionally significant, it's considered kind of the main flavor from the Caucasus regions, particularly of Georgia. It's called Cameli Sinelli. Cameli Sinelli, it's a, uh, it's an herb blend primarily. As an herb blend, as I mentioned earlier, it's dominated by the flavor of savory. Savory is a very close relative to, uh, to basil. Um, so it's kind of got those bright flavors that we get from, from basil that, uh, that we love so much. Uh, but to me, it's kind of a, a cleaner, more of a, a springy flavor. To, I, I, it's hard to, to describe it other than I find it sweeter and more simplistic. Um, uh, I just, I love it to death. So the, uh, let's see. I think I'll have to use this to put that into. So to make this, um, <clears throat> we're going to use something different. The, the strategy to thicken involves nuts. And for me, usually when I use nuts as a thickener, uh, I tend to reach for cashew nuts because it's a more neutral flavor. It's a sweet flavor, and uh, it makes kind of a creamy uh, feeling and a flavor. In this case, coming from the Caucasus uh, region, where uh, uh, walnut is a very significant flavor to them. We're going to use walnuts. This is a, a quarter cup of walnut. Um, we're going to stay with red wine. We're going to go with two tablespoons of the red wine. So that spice was made from Milli Vanilli? <laughs> Practically. If you know what, AJ, if you haven't tried Camelli Sinelli, you gotta tell me and I'm gonna send you some. It uh it it had it had, you know, it's driven by the flavor of uh of the summer savory, um, but it also has some fenugreek, which is just kind of a slight maple tone to it, which is what makes it feel so characteristically, you know, uh Caucasian or or Russian to us. Um I'm going to throw some uh, some garlic in here, just a little bit, one clove. And because it's going to go through the food processor, I'm uh, not even going to chop it up. I'm just going to throw a clove in whole. So while I'm peeling this, um, I'm also going to put in two tablespoons of tahini. Hang on, we're almost there. Should have had this peel. There we go. Two more tablespoons of tahini. And of course, uh, you know, the flavor of sesame is also very appropriate to the region. Okay. Two tablespoons of tahini. 
I put the vinegar in, yeah. Amy. Oh, here we go. Quarter cup of water. The uh, Camelli Chanelli. And this one needed a salty flavor. So we're adding about a quarter teaspoon of local spicery salacious salt substitute. So that's the blend. And when you uh, run it through the blender, it comes out looking like this. It's quite rich, quite creamy. Oh, has a strong flavor of of walnuts, citrus, and the uh, and the uh, Camelli Sinelli spice blend. For this one, actually, here for this one, I'm going to toss it with. Uh, let's see, it's a little bit too much. I'm going to pull some out here. So this is just some thinly, thinly sliced cabbage put the dressing in there there you go now what I would normally what I'd love to add on this I didn't have it usually I would put some uh some beets, either pickled or just uh, just toast beets, is quite nice. So this one, we don't even don't need to don't need to dress it very much, just a little bit because it's a very strong flavor. We're going to put some red onion. And as I was running out of the house, I looked in the refrigerator, and I had these beautiful. Pickled carrots, which are just perfect. And I also had, I stole this from my wife. She put this to, together for her lunches. She loves to do a lot of batch cooking, but here's just a little bit of some purple cabbage on top for color. And there we have it. Three salad dressings, three salads. Now, if you had made these dressings, what could you do with them besides what I did with them here? I'll give you some additional ideas. Uh, the uh, the dressing with the with the uh, um, rincon, uh, you know, it's it, it's almost sweet. It's more of a tangy flavor. I would use that in a heartbeat on uh, 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 on cabbage to make kind of a uh, uh, you know like a. Uh, uh, you know, a, a lightly dressed cabbage uh, would be great. I would use it on uh, uh, cauliflower or or oven roasted uh, any oven roasted vegetables. Um, you know, any you know, salad dressings are great on salads, but they're all wonderful marinades. Um, the uh, the you know the Italian mostly I think of that as something I use on. Uh, uh, in a salad, you know, with the with the beans in it, it it, it just feels more appropriate that way. And for the uh, the Camelli Sinelli, 
you know, it's almost like a cream sauce. So in addition to using it as a salad dressing, uh, you could use it on almost any kind of dressing, almost any kind of vegetable that you're cooking. Uh, I very nearly uh, 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 wilted the, uh, um, the cabbage for this dish. I think wilted would be spectacular. So that's the, uh, that's our quick summary, three quick salads, three quick salad dressings, and, and some strategies on how you can make your own. It's all very easy, very fast. Um, one thing that uh, the people listening right now don't know is just before we came on, Thomas was talking about he's coming up on his seventh anniversary. And I, I didn't say it back then, but we haven't beat because Evelyn and I just came back from celebrating our 34th. We uh, went up into the Sierras. We stayed in a, uh, a rustic cabin just outside of Gray Eagle, where uh, where they prepare all your food for you. You stay in the cabin and you you know you hike your butt off all day long. But they did a spectacular job of uh, uh, you know they they say that they'll follow any uh, any dietary restrictions you're doing, and they did a spectacular job of preparing uh, vegan dishes for us for every meal. It was a uh, it was a great time. And that's what I've got for you today, Chef. Well, that's cool. So what is, where is this place that you went on your adventure? So Gray Eagle, it's, uh, it's about two hours out of our house, heading due, due east out on Highway 49. Um, uh, the place we stayed is called the, uh, the Gold Lake Lodge. If you do stay there, make sure you tell them in advance what your dietary restrictions are. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, uh, you know, relatively tiny endeavor uh, that's run by a, a, a local couple. The husband is the chef, and he'll break his he'll break his fingers to try to make what you want. Um, but uh, yeah, you're from from where our cabin was. We were about a 10, 15 minute walk to the first of a series of alpine lakes. Just spectacular scenery. Well, that sounds amazing. So what have we got for next month, guys? Thomas, you usually set the stage with a certain flavor of vinegar and tell people um, how they can submit recipes and how they can uh, win a free bottle. True, true. Oh, we do have one more quick recipe to do from Nicole Perry. And and Nick, good for you. Gray Eagle is a fantastic spot. We've done a festival up there a couple of times. It's just gorgeous. Uh, up that part of the way, up in the up in the foothills of the Sierra, Chef, you're going to be able to, from your place outside of Sacramento, um, just heading up uh, Highway 80 and then cutting off uh, to go to some of these beautiful cities uh, up your way. It's just gorgeous in the fall, so explore them. You know, I think you're really going to like them. Nice. So, okay, the last recipe we have is from Nicole Perry, and this is. Um, a, in the in the show notes, it's a, uh, a faro um, recipe uh, with. Um, uh, let me just go over it real quick. It's um, two cups of cooked faro. Uh, we did a can of black beans, although for this particular one we'd use red kidney beans, and then uh, a red pepper diced, a cucumber diced, a half a cup of corn, a quarter cup of chopped cilantro and a quarter cup of our uh, cilantro balsamic. And mix all the ingredients in a large bowl, let them chill for 30 minutes and serve it. And it can be prepared a day ahead of time. And this is another super one. Uh, Nicole finishes with uh, PS, your products are the best and make being SOS free so much easier. So thank you, Nicole. That is very sweet of you. 
And uh, and so this is the a serving of it right here. And that's what it is. Easy. And this is a delicious. I love farro. I I prefer that over quinoa. But if we do quinoa, I always use the red. Uh, do you have a choice, Chef, between I red like the, and white I like, quinoa? Um, I like the multicolor one, the one I get a choice. <clears throat> it's all three colors. That's my favorite. Sure, sure. Oh, good for you. And uh, let's see. Next month, uh, we're doing uh, autumn apple is uh, our flavor. Getting into the fall season, apple season is going to start soon. So we're going to use autumn apple as our flavor for next month. And if you have any recipes, be sure to send it to orders at CaliforniaBalsamic.com. And if we choose your recipe for the broadcast, you're going to get two eight-ounce bottles of your choice of our, our balsamic as a thank you gift and doing that. And if we don't have any little kids with us next time, which we will, if we're not having a kid, we've got a cute little puppy dog here, and we're house-sitting for our friend uh, Victoria. She's back in Michigan for a couple of weeks. Victoria's a big surfer, and as a surfer, cute little Gidget is uh, is her dog here, and I'm sure anybody that's near our age remembers the show Gidget uh, a bazillion years ago, back in the early 60s. God, she's so cute. She, she reminds me of Bailey. She's so cute. Is she part Havanese or part Poodle? Uh, um, she's a water crescent and poodle. A uh, water chestnut and poodle. No. <laughs> little little <laughs> culinary joke there. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> she is a Chinese crescent. Oh my gosh, she is so sweet. If you anyway. guys, if you guys want to do a recap and show what you made again, and they said hold it up real close to the camera if possible. Okay. Sure. So Here's that's the, the faro. Uh, that's the quinoa one there. Uh, quinoa salad. These are the, the tacos uh, with portabellas and finally the, uh, the faro. And if I just love the faro one. I'm just a big fan of faro. It's beautiful. And Nick, you want to show your three creations? Sure. So this is the, uh, the cabbage with the creamy Camelli Sinelli dressing. And this is just uh, uh, a chickpea salad with the uh, with the creamy uh, uh, Italian using uh, sole della Toscana. And this one is just a simple uh, simple green salad with the uh, the the Rincon Puerto Rican dressing. Beautiful, and uh, Nick, we will always be forever grateful for your sole della Toscana. Uh, spices and the uh, and the herbs to, to make our seven herb Italian uh, with your products. It's always our best seller. So thank you for making that. <laughs> we did it just for you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have excellent plating skills. Well, we watch a lot of your programs and a lot of your <laughs> guests are exactly what we're what we base it all off of. So thank you. You guys are great. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, both of you, for a fun show. Great to see you. Look forward to seeing you. Yep. Yep. Hope, All right, Nick. Talk to you soon. Hope to see you in person, but for sure we'll see each other at the September event. Guys, tickets are selling like hotcakes, so if you want to get early bird, get one now. And thanks for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time for Dr. Stefan Esser, the answering your questions as well as giving a little presentation on PRP and things like that. Take care. Bye, everyone.